0: Welcome to the latest Solicitor Uptake podcasts for commercial litigators from Temple Legal Protection. My name is Matthew Pascal, and I'm the Senior Underwriting Manager in the commercial team at Temple. This podcast is part two of our podcast with a special report on the 2019 SRA Code of Conduct and its impact on how you advise your clients on litigation insurance. In this podcast I will be looking at the practical impact on solicitors advising clients an alternative to telling your clients if you can't provide a personal recommendation. There's a brief introduction to working with Temple and to finish six things you should consider for the future when advising on litigation insurance. Before I start, a quick clarification of terminology. Litigation insurance used by solicitors is commonly known as after the event or ATE insurance. The latter is the technically correct term, but your clients may better understand litigation insurance. Lastly, a quick reminder about the context of this. On the 25th of November, 2019, the SRA Standards and Regulations 2019, which are referred to as stars in this podcast, came into force to replace the SRA Code of Conduct 2011. These changes are the most significant regulatory changes in a generation and the professional obligations for solicitors are subtly altered by the changes. Under the SRA Financial Services Conduct of Business Rules, under the 2011 Code of Conduct, the financial services obligations were expressly focused on the firm. Rule 3.2 read, if a firm informs a client that it gives a personal recommendation on the basis of a fair and personal analysis of any ATE product. By contrast, the STARS version of the same states that. 11.2. 11.2. If you inform a client that you give a personal recommendation, etc, etc. The expectation is now focused on you personally, not in terms of liability for negligence, but certainly in terms of your own professional duties towards a client. Each solicitor must therefore be in the position to justify their choice of advice, advisory options and any product choices. We suspect many solicitors simply leave such matters to their law firm something which now needs to change to be able to justify the choices and advice offered to the client. Each and every solicitor involved in litigation needs to ensure that they have advised on all potential and appropriate insurance and funding options. This will include, in suitable cases, ATE insurance. Solicitors in larger law firms can no longer think, we do not offer that, because of the shift of the SRA Financial Services rules to personal obligations. This, coupled with the introduction of the SRA Code of Conduct, which returns professional obligations to the individual solicitor and away from the firm, brings these personal professional obligations into being for a generation of solicitors unused to such a personal approach. When recommending an ATE insurance product, two criteria from the SRA Financial Services conduct of business rules will bite and this is from paragraph 11.2 a you must give that personal recommendation on the basis of an analysis of a sufficiently large number of insurance contracts available on the market to enable it to make that recommendation and b that personal recommendation must be in accordance with professional criteria regarding which contract of insurance will be adequate to meet the client's needs. For most busy practitioners, the obligations are too onerous to make a personal recommendation and to conduct a market search for each and every client. So what is the alternative? You can tell your clients that you do not want to provide a personal recommendation because you are not not in a position to do so. And you can then refer clients to a broker or insurer for matters. This will feel like poor service and a failure to advise to many law firm clients, particularly commercial clients, who think instructing a specialist means getting full advice. If you choose not to make a personal recommendation, you can tell your clients this. In cases such as yours, a review of the ATE market as a whole is neither realistic nor cost-effective As a result, I'm not going to make a personal recommendation that you should use a particular ATE insurer. However, we work with Temple Legal Protection and Temple Funding, partners who are well recognized and respected in the ATE insurance and funding sectors. I'm going to give you their details and some information about them. I know Temple and I can explain how their ATE and disbursement funding works, but you remain free to choose any other insurer of your choice. We simply recommend in cases like yours that ATE insurance is a sensible precaution against the risks faced. Getting to know Temple and its products and services is straightforward. Temple Legal Protection have developed a product which can be explained easily and is recognised as a market leader. Meeting Temple's underwriters will enable you to fully appreciate what lies behind the name. We can offer training to you and your colleagues so you will be better informed about what Temple can offer. We have a clear and easy to read client guide along with a product guide and a solicitor's guide you can give clients. These guides will enable your client to make a well-informed decision in a situation where you do not want to make a personal recommendation. Each individual solicitor will want to make sure they can exercise their professional obligations effectively. As a minimum, you should be considering what your firm has done about ATE insurance and disbursement funding advice in the past. You should review your approach to the revised Stars regime. You should set out a policy. In, you should set out in a policy the ATE insurance approach undertaken and share this with each and every solicitor advising on ATE for the firm. Ensure the firm puts on training against uh, uh, in relation to STARS. Get to know an insurer such as Temple and make sure you know enough about them so you can provide your clients with the right information. Then they can make well-informed decisions about insurance in situations where you cannot make a personal recommendation. It is both the individual and firm's reputation standing which are at stake. It is time to review your own approach to advising on ATE insurance. Review the revised SRI obligations and make sure your firm's approach is reflective of the new regime. Thank you very much.